0: this podcast brought to you by hope 1032 jimmy reese is without a doubt a hero uh from spending 10 years plus uh entertaining little ones as jimmy giggle on the abc's giggle and hoot he's retired from that role and taken up entertaining us older crowd through a pandemic on tiktok and instagram and now he's also a published author and he's back on hope breakfast good morning jimmy
1: G'day, how are you?
0: It's good to have you back on. It's been a while since. I think the last time we talked was when you are about to embark on a uh, tour
1: of Giggle and Hoot. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you know, we were supposed to do one last year, which more could have been the final one, uh, which then got postponed 700,000 times. Um, <laughs> and by the end of it, it was like, you know what, well, it's in the too hard basket. And it was actually supposed to be, the last rescheduling was supposed to be in the lockdown that's just happened in Melbourne. And obviously Sydney's in lockdown, so it wouldn't have worked anyway. I look oh. forward
0: to uh, when everything's vaccinated and you're, Fifty years old, doing that final farewell <laughs> tour.
1: It's very true. We have we have to get out on the final farewell tour, so yeah, one day I'll be yeah. in my. I have a walking frame, but you know, it'll, it'll be a little bit different. But <laughs> That's
0: right. Well, look, lately you've been making a lot of great videos on social. Um, the the guy who decides packaging, obviously, is one and Jason. <laughs> Jason, Jason. <laughs> but the meanwhile, in Australia, videos that des- describe the the kind of differences between states has kind of got us through. Locked down. You're in Victoria. I'm in New South
1: Wales. Can we still be friends? Um. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think, quick, I think very quickly you're catching up because, you know, although it was... Horrible! The, the long lockdown that we went through last year—I find it was a little bit of a badge of honor for um, for many Victorians who were like, "Yeah, right. You got your four-day lockdown. Just suck it up, you know." <laughs> but now I think you know New South Wales is going through a bit now, and oh, and it is—it's horrible. And um, and if we can have a little a little laugh about it, which I think people have been enjoying, you know, I think if if we had a situation where you know we has as we've seen in some countries overseas where things get really dire <laughs> I don't think we would be laughing about it but because we've been relatively safe and, and and everything's been okay here then I think we can have a little laugh about it and and you know poke fun at the the snap border closures yeah <laughs> and all these who whoever knew all of the state premier's names no one no. would ever have known them all who, and now we all know that we sit in front of the tv watching them every day it's
0: weird who knew you could
1: actually shut borders like that I didn't know it was possible I know just bizarre. Something that we, you know it might not be funny for the people who are running the country, or whatever. But you know the prime minister sort of had the had the had the reins at the start, and then now it seems like all the state premiers are like, no, we've got it. So, so I, that's just basically the commentary is the. It's the states bickering with each other and some of the things that have happened have just been that you can't help but have a bit of a a laugh about it. Like recently a guy in WA tied sheets together to rappel out of hotel quarantine to escape hotel, like in an old Superman, Batman movie or something, tying sheets and rappelling out a window. It's
0: bizarre. We've all gone mad. (laughs) Have 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 you found though that people have really appreciated these videos you've been making?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which is why I've kept doing it. Basically, you know, um, I, I think it's been one of those things where it was blatantly obvious that making a couple of them at the start that people wanted to laugh, they needed to laugh, and that, you know, people were having conversations with their friends as well about some of the restrictions which they didn't understand. You know, and, <laughs> and I guess abide by all the rules, but when you look at them sometimes in, in contrast to what else is happening or what other states are doing, then they do seem a bit bizarre. You know, at one point there was twenty five thousand people. Um, allowed to go and watch the cricket because it was in the new year or whatever, when Sydney was going through a little snap lockdown. But then you weren't allowed to have, <laughs> you weren't allowed to have eight people in your home. So one of the comments I made in one of the videos was, you can you can go to a stadium with twenty thousand other people and watch, you know, eighteen people or however many, twenty two people play cricket on a field, but you can't have. Eight people in your backyard playing backyard cricket—you can't do that. That's silly. <laughs> you know, so I think you know, pointing those out, and you know, as long as everyone's abiding by all the rules or whatever, it is quite funny to just sort of comment on the <laughs> on the bizarre. It is never, never in our lifetimes again. Hopefully, if we don't go through this again, and it's it is bizarre times.
0: And and thankfully, we don't have to make those decisions.
1: Exactly, exactly. And where that line is drawn, you know, I think is um, people are like, what, we can do that? Or, you know, and now it's become quicker and quicker. You know, you look at... um you know, I, I think Western Australia or some of the other states where it's just like, nah, there's a there's a hint of it over there. We'll just shut the border. Yeah, no, nah, yep. And if you're on a plane already coming in, bad luck. You got to go on quarantine. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh man. You know, it's just. Oh, it's yeah, It is a bizarre world we live in. <laughs> this is Hope
0: breakfast with Sam. We're joined this morning by Jimmy Reese over Zoom, which is a delight, really. I mean, I've obviously got the lockdown haircut. Uh, you've you've been able to see a, a hairdresser more recently than I have
1: yeah yeah you know i just but you know what i think i've gotten used to not seeing a hairdresser and i've got a friend who's a hairdresser and they're always like oh we have to cancel our things oh everything whatever so i haven't even booked one for so long so i've got a bit of a mullet happening as well it's
0: it's a lovely mullet it's a lovely mullet
1: um
0: (laughs) now it's been a while since you stopped playing jimmy giggle uh but it's still airing Mm -hmm. in reruns so how do you feel about being an ageless high-pitched kids show host for potentially decades to come (laughs)
1: it's bizarre you know i could be distilled as a 20 something year old you know yeah as you say high-pitched man speaking to a piece of felt with a man's hand up its bottom you know, hey it's don't give pajamas. that don't give away spoilers <laughs> till it's finished on air please sorry that was um yeah that was that was another thing um that was aggro uh, <laughs> yeah i know it's um it's interesting yeah it's, it's i i have got no you know control um, the, however long the ABC runs it for is how how long they run it for. But it's great, you know. It was such a wonderful show to be a part of. It was ten years of my life, you know, and it's still, it's got, you know, it would have been on for twelve years now. So there's people, there's these kids who, are, you know, I hadn't been out for a for a meal and a and a beer with my mates for ages and ages and ages. And we decided to do that a few weeks back before the last lockdown. And um, and someone came up to me in the in the bar and said hey, man, I used to watch watch you when I was a kid. I'm like, this guy's 19. (laughs) I'm so old now. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It is bizarre, but, you know, if if it keeps running on air, then those kids are going to get older. (laughs) It's just going to be, oh, okay. It's interesting. It's one thing for you to
0: retire, but I'm concerned about uh, Hooter Gadget and Giggle Fangs (laughs) and Hoot. Are they doing okay? Have we checked in on their welfare recently? Look.
1: Um, I'm not sure if there's many jobs for um, blue high-pitched owls um, or, um, or ex- like the biggest bat you've ever seen. Or maybe that's the job, you know. Giggle Fangs could go in the circus because I don't think there's a bat that's bigger than him and rounder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they're, you know what they're doing right now? They're in a glass box at the uh, ABC on a rotation, in you know, for the viewers to come in and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a museum, <laughs> like, which they offered me, but I said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad you said no. <laughs> that would be been
0: kind of weird. Although maybe a nice way to spend lockdown, considering you've been through <laughs> months true. of it. You've got three uh, boys. How did you manage to get through months of endless lockdown? And can you please give us some help for us here in Sydney?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was tough. I think, you know, testament to my wife, you know, it's a team effort. You, it's got to be a team effort. Whoever you, you live with, whatever your family dynamic is, you've got to just get through it. I know. Right? Um, we we tried to. I know this is the hardest thing because there's no, you can't do anything externally, but you've got to have some sort of routine. Whether it's, you know, like it's quiet time during the day and you put a movie on. and In our house that lasts 15 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, maybe a thing of popcorn, you know, will drag it out to 20. Five, um, But, you know, it, it, there's got to be, you know, a quiet time, maybe a designated playtime. And then you do your exercise, you go and do your family walk or whatever it is, make that a routine. And that's probably the only way we kind of got through it as well. Well, it's 10 o'clock. That's what we do. We go out, we go and walk around the little park at the end of the road and we do the same, even though it's the similar thing. You know, we might feed the ducks or whatever it is, but we just keep that routine and then... You know, it's quiet time at midday or if the twins are having a nap and and Lenny gets a little iPad time or whatever it is, then I think that's all I can help you with.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll ask someone else. No. Yeah. Well, actually, no, there's something that we can be doing with our kids is reading them your brand new book, Bedtime Sorted. So I'm guessing that you've obviously... Nailed the perfect genre
1: there. It's a bedtime story. (laughs) That's it. I know. It's kind of like one of those anti-bedtime stories because it's about the excuses that you hear at bedtime, um, which might give kids some ideas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But you know, as a parent, you know that you've you've heard, or even just even if they're not talking, there's there's some sort of um, excuse that they don't want to go to bed, or they're kicking and screaming. Please, no, not bedtime. I'm having too much fun. Um, And you know, I've got a six-year-old and. Ever since he was quite early with his talking, really, he was was just a little chatterbox. And early on, he was like, No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to bed. Oh, no, I'm too hot. I only come out and go, Oh, can you sleep with me? Oh, I need another pillow. Oh, it's just all, it just kept going, It's too dark. Can you leave a light on? You know, it's about all those excuses that you hear, which is, you know, I guess it's real parenting it's about dad thinks he's got bedtime sorted completely does not and then it sort of dissolves into some sort of let's just try anything to get them to stay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and-, and being brought to life by um brianie stewart I, I, i've just shout out to the illustrator who you know i, I learned the whole book writing a picture book process as well and you know although i've written the words you know half of it is the is the illustrations as well which is completely amazing and um and it becomes yeah, after the words are written, it becomes Bryony's, um baby to sort of um, nurture and and bring it uh, bring it off the page. So, um, and I was delighted when we got those we got those first drafts back of what the characters would look like and and some of the vistas in there and stuff. So it was uh, it was really amazing. So yeah, Bryony's done an awesome job.
0: I love that uh, the the family is pretty much your family, you know, two twins, yeah. <laughs> uh, a boy named yeah. Lenny, and you, mum and yeah. dad. But but are furry animals as well.
1: Correct. You know, um, we, it, it's it's hard. You know, like what what do you what do you do? <laughs> and we we just sort of based it on my family, and that was the easiest uh, thing to do. And and then Brian came up with the idea, is like maybe you know when like the people first saw a, a platypus um they didn't know what on earth it was and I think there's early you know writing about it that it was is it a, is it half a chicken is it a beaver an otter I don't know we don't know so it's the, the family is a chicken a beaver an otter you know like and the, and the kids are platypus you know so it's like this collection of I thought that was a nice sort of way of tying it all together and yeah Brian came up with that genius idea and we're like this is this is awesome so it's yeah, very funny yeah.
0: Surely there must be other bedtime stories that are popular in the Reese household. What are your go-tos other than your own book?
1: Yeah, look, I think it's a result of uh, me uh, just being silly and wanting silly books, um, and uh, there's lots of those ones. And You know, a lot of kids' books are fun and, and funny as well. But um, David Williams has got one called uh, Boogie Bear, Uh, We like reading that one. And also there's a, I forget who it's by, but there's a book just called This Is A Ball. And it's so silly. It's like, it's it's designed to basically annoy kids, you know, and have this dialogue between parent and kid where there's a picture of a block on the front and it says, this is a ball. And they go, no. yeah and the whole thing is like this is a you know um a monster which is clearly not a monster it's a princess you know <laughs> like standing on a ball which is a block you know <laughs> of flying a kite which is not a kite it's a balloon at the beach in the city you know like and the pictures are so different yeah and it's really fun and we always have a laugh reading that one and- yeah, but, you know, it's not the best thing to do before bedtime because it does sort of wind them up a bit. It does a little bit, and um,
0: and it might end up being like the bedtime as depicted in your book, Bedtime <laughs> exactly. Sorted.
1: Yeah.
0: That's right. It is absolutely chaotic. Uh, it is your brand-new book, uh, Bedtime Sorted by Jimmy Reese. Thank you for joining us on
1: Hope Breakfast, and congrats on the release of it, mate. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, thank you. Went down to my local little bookshop down here on the sometimes sunny Mornington Peninsula and in, in Victoria, and um, and it was there. So it was, it was, it was nice to see it on the on the shelf, um, which is great. So it's a, it's a real thrill. Excellent. Uh, so
0: thanks for having me. Uh, what's a bookshop? I haven't been to one in a long time. They don't exist here anymore.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, not sure. I think it's an online bookshop. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah.
0: Thanks. Click, 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 and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jimmy Reese. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, mate. <laughs>